You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insights, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back as we hit the home stretch here on the mailbag edition of the show. Happy Friday to everybody out there. We appreciate you guys being with us. All right, right back into the voicemail. We have now a call from a fan in Vegas. Yes, Raider Nation in Oakland. There are fans in Vegas. They're real. They exist. Yes, they're there. By the way. Okay, Calvin Williams. So, excuse me, Calvin Sullivan from Vegas. Here you go. That brings back the later culture that I watched. And I'm talking a coach that had love for the Shield. Not a coach that wants to be a New England. Not a coach that wants to bring their past team. I'm talking about a coach that's going to bring back the culture. That's the question I want to know. I see a lot of coaches out there. One, I'm really moving for Brian Flores, after seeing that Minnesota game last night, that's the coach that we need. Some coach that's going to bring accountability, that's going to bring some stableness to this organization. But that's the question I want. All the Raiders, is Mark Davis, going to finally man up and hire a coach that wants to bring back the culture of the Raiders. All right. There you go. Calvin Sullivan, Vegas. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Told me he's originally from LA as well. All right. So, Mo, a couple things there. Number one is culture. So, every coach brings a culture. Remember when John Gruden came back? It was like, oh, it's back. Chucky is back. Bringing that swagger that they had in the early 2000s, last time they went to a Super Bowl, the Rich Gannon years, the Lincoln Kennedy year, all that stuff. Nah, it didn't really take hold, right? So then you have the Patriots West culture come in. That's not working so far. So the idea of the culture, if you're talking about Calvin, if you're talking about the culture of the Raiders from the 70s or 80s, 
you can get a piece of that, a spirit of that, but you can't get that back. The, it's football has changed. You can look at a Dan Campbell, like that's a guy I think would have. I mean, I'm not. I know he's with the Lions, he's not going anywhere, but that's the kind of guy who I think Raider fans would be endeared to. He's a blue collar guy. He's a in your face guy. He's emotional. Like so, so I see that Brian Flores is not that. By the way, he's not that guy. And if you look at what happened, and I know there's he said she said lawsuits, all that stuff. But if you really look at what happened in Miami with player development under Brian Flores, was not good even though they had some, some, some good progress. So there's lots of names out there. But this idea of culture and bringing back the Raider culture, Mo, what do you think about that? I think you can bring it back with a flavor of modernness, if that's a word. Modernity? Yeah. Modern, modernness? Okay. Yeah. You, like you said, this, you can't bring back the 70s Raiders because those players would be – suspended and fined <laughs> this stuff every on week. the field right yeah. so I, I think you could but you can meld the raiders culture with a winning culture and i think the winning yeah. culture has to be first and foremost primary because winning is all right in yes this business i'll throw out a name that could bring back some of what calvin wants in the raiders culture and winning if he doesn't sign an extension with michigan jim harbaugh was a former quarterbacks coach with the Raiders and a winner everywhere he's gone. You get some of the rate, you get some of the Raiders roots. Cause like I said, it was a coach on staff. And then I know Scott's covering his face because it's Michigan, but <laughs> you get a former Raiders coach and you get a guy who does nothing but win. You want to marry, if you want the toughness and the speed of phys the, the physical prowess of the old Raiders, you can have that without the bonehead of penalties, without some of the other stuff, and still get the winning out of Jim Harbaugh. Again, now Jimmy Harbaugh is tied up with Michigan, but if you've been reading reports, he's beginning, the program's been getting a lot of trouble stealing signs, which to me is not a big deal. But he was suspended for the first, what, three, four games of the season for a recruiting violation. If he's done in Michigan, let's say Michigan wins the Natty this year. He goes, won the Natty, I beat Ohio State for the last two years, there's nothing for me to do in college football, I want to go back to the NFL. Now, let's remember, Jim Harbaugh has a 70% win percentage in the NFL and about a 70-71% win percentage in college. So, again, this is a guy that's won wherever he's gone, and he has the Raider roots. I think the answer to your question, Calvin, would be Jim Harbaugh. That would be the number one choice for you. Oof. You don't think he belongs in New England where they already cheat? <sighs> no. He's Jim not in New England. Jim Har Harbaugh hired a Navy intelligence guy. They've been cheating. If you guys haven't been following up with that, it's incredible. Cheating, you ain't trying. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I know that's the Al Davis thing, but Raider roots, Scott. <laughs> not cheating. You're not trying. Bring in Jim Harbaugh. I don't care. I think, but I don't know if Jim Harbaugh. It's been a long time since he's been in the NFL. I understand I, I, that. I, I, understand I was there. That, you, I, you don't forget how to coach. You don't forget how to coach. If you're a good coach, you just don't become a, a poor head coach. It's not like it was Nick Saban where he failed in the NFL and then went to college. This is a yeah. guy who got the 49ers, yes. just didn't win, but the 49ers were a perennial playoff contender with him there. Yes. Just saying. But, but my guess is he will end up in Chicago because he gets the first two draft picks in the 2024 draft. And he's a Midwest guy. Just saying. That's where I think. I, but a good suggestion. All right.
Calvin, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. All right. Got one more email here. I want to get to and read for you guys a little bit of a longer one um, from Kurt Miller. Oh, no, it's not from Kurt Miller. Sorry. Kurt uh, is next show. Where did it go? See, I'm losing my email. So I love the voicemail. Oh, Anthony Williams. Uh, Anthony Williams from Sacramento. As I'm listening to Josh McDaniels try to come up with a great explanation as to how they lost the Bears this past Sunday. Question that dawned on me. It seems clear that Mark Davis is looking to reap the benefits of the team's revenue. The numbers show since the move to Vegas, they've gained over 50% value. So he's not worried about seats and so on and so forth. Be good enough, be good enough to stay relevant, but not good enough to win at all. Can't say that for those gentlemen that come in every week and put their bodies through hell to earn the hard work, uh, or sorry, to earn what they work for hard, but JMD is up. Josh McDaniels, the guy just doesn't seem to have it. Being a younger Raiders fan is becoming to be the hardest thing for is, is becoming to be the hardest thing to me as the closest thing to success I have seen is the 2016 or 2021 teams go figure anyway, until next time, blessings to you fellows. All right. So that's, that is Anthony out in Sacramento. Of course, I I'm on D'Lo and KC every Tuesday in Sacramento, as well as um, um, the, uh, the playmaker guys on Thursday too, with James and Kyle. So um Interesting here. He's talking about, I, I I get this. People are like, well, he's making money, so maybe he doesn't care to win. You know, even all NFL owners, anybody who has a competitive bone in their body wants to win. I don't think Mark Davis wakes up and says, hey, I don't want to win today, but oh, I'm making a lot of money, right? So I think that, um, I think that, that that's not genuine. I see why people feel that way because, yes, he doesn't have to win football games to sell out the stadium. It's already sold out. But, but I wouldn't put aside, and we talked about it yesterday on the show, about when or if Josh McDaniels is ushered out of town, if, if things don't get better, that'll be because he gets embarrassed. You know, Nobody wants to have their, their team be the, the joke of the league, uh, and the Raiders have become that, at least for now. Uh, they have an opportunity to get out of it, but, but you agree with that? I'll say this, because the team is, the franchise is making money, no chance, zero chance Mark sells the team. If, if something is of making money, if something is lucrative, you're not going to sell it, right? So all the people saying Mark needs to sell the team, they're wasting their breath. That's number one. The other thing is you're right. If you're an owner, even if you're making money off of something, you want to win, especially if you're a fixture at a lot of these games. So a lot, a lot of games the Raiders have at Legion Stadium, they're showing Mark Davis. Remember, he, he got caught on camera calling somebody an a-hole. One time, right? <laughs> so he's he's a fixture at all these games, and I'm sure he would get tired of the camera showing him being angry as the Raiders are getting blown out or losing a football game to a lesser team. So eventually, that wears on you. The thing is, I think he Mark Davis has watched how his father, how his late father, handled the team, and maybe while he has a little bit of that in him, I think he wants to be less impulsive because he saw how that worked under his father and he wants to not be the complete opposite, but be a little more patient. The problem is you can be patient to a fault. And I tweeted this on X recently. And I said, the worst thing you do when you have a mistake is to double down on that mistake. When the, when the, I understand a lot of Raiders fans say we need consistency. The Raiders need consistency. We've seen the turnover and it doesn't work. But if you see that something is not working and the consistency is embarrassment and historic losses, you have to pivot. You just have to admit yeah. the mistake and move on. You have to rip the bandaid off. Right. Exactly. I mean, it, it's, it's evident. And, and to your point, you don't just 
cry for consistency for the sake of consistency. That's not what it's about. Consistency is you don't fire a coach who led you to the playoffs the previous season, the next season, because of another reason, right? You, you, you don't do that. We've seen, we've seen other teams do that too, and it always works out poorly for them usually. So uh, I get it. And, and I want to thank you for your email and for listening in Sacramento as well. So that's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it, Mo, for this show. It's already over uh, for the mailbag show on this Friday. Of course, the game coming up on Monday night, which makes our Sundays a little different when I don't have to talk about the Raiders on Sunday. It's like, it's almost like having a half a day off, right? Because, but now it's on Monday night. So it'll be interesting. And uh, we will have our post game reaction. Mo will have his pregame and postgame Bleacher Report live. So make sure you download the Bleacher Report app on your phone. That's how I like to do it when I go in there and harass him. Um, is do it right from my phone. So do that as well. Make sure you check out all his work on Bleach Report. Also, the Raider work up on Sports Not, as well as mine as uh, too. Uh, Mo, any parting words for Raider Nation out there as they get ready for the weekend and for Monday's big matchup with the Detroit Lions? Raider fans, listen to me. Listen to me, clear here, okay? <laughs> Don't let the Raiders ruin your weekend. Don't let the Raiders ruin your Monday. I, I always say. When you have your expectations up too high, it, it could bring you down to a point of depression. All right. So, and I'm being serious here. There are fans out there, and I saw this question on on X. There was a question: How long does a Raiders loss linger on for you? And there were some people that said they don't get over it for a week. They don't give it over for a half a week, three, four days. And I and I'm here to say the way the season is headed. Before you go into a game with your expectations, just understand where the Rays are headed and temper those expectations. So you're not taking it out on your kids, your wife, your brother, your sister, your coworkers, because at the end of the day, if you're not going to jump ship and be a fan of another team, you're not going anywhere. So you're just going to have to stick it out. But, but just understand there's another game. There's another season. There's another year. I just hope that it turns around soon for a lot of the older Raider fans, because of course the younger people have a lot of time. The older Raider fans, I'm not putting a date on anyone, but they want to see some wins, and at but at least they saw some, some titles back in the days. You know, the '80s. And let some, me, at least they, they see. Let some me good encapsulate. Raiders. Let me encapsulate what Mo just said. He said, "Hey, old Raider fans, you're gonna die before they win." <laughs> That's what he said. Just quote him, everybody. <laughs> just quote him. <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> Young Raider fans, mean. be patient. Young Raider fans, be patient. Older Raider fans. I, I know it's not great to always look in the rearview mirror, but it just just remember the glory days. Remember the good days. <laughs> Savior that right now because yeah, yeah. the way it's headed right now, it could get worse before it gets better. I'm just going to tell you that. Oof. That's a way to send you your week. All right. There you go. Mo, as always, my friend, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For our producer, Mike Robier and, uh, for Momo, and I am Scott Colbranson. Thank you to everybody out there for participating. Keep the uh, voicemails coming. Keep the emails coming. We appreciate them very much. We can't always get to all of them, but we try to work them in the next show uh, as long as they're still relevant. But we'll always take your stuff, so make sure you do that. Without you guys, we are not here, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And until Monday night, this has been Silver and Black Today. Take care.